welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. You can find me as Windswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram, or as Windswept Knits on Facebook and Twitter. Show notes can be found at my website at windswepknits.com. Well, hello and welcome to episode 61. I am recording on Thursday, April 4th, See, yep, it's the fourth. And thank you very much for tuning in. So sorry for another delay. I think I'm just going to have to give up at the moment on promising an episode every week because life just keeps getting in the way. But uh, you may notice the sound quality has changed. I've got the new mic set up, up and running. Hopefully this helps. No more car recording, if I can help it, which definitely almost happened another once or twice. And if my kids had gotten sick, you would have had another car episode. So actually, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> life cut in the way. So thank you all for tuning in and coming back. I do want to let you folks know that, so I'm recording this on a Thursday. This coming Saturday, I am going to be launching a new pattern, Strawberry Blossoms, that is a sleeveless tank top, great summer top, knit in fingering weight yarn with cabled straps. If you're interested at all in this kind of top, please go ahead and sign up for my email list. You can go to windswebknits.com and my email list folks are definitely going to get the best discount code. Uh, so head there if you're at all interested. Check out my Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter feeds. Uh, today, tomorrow, Saturday, you'll see the photographs of it. I can't wait to share this one with you. I've been working on this one off and on for well over a year. I am really excited and I've had some amazing test knitters. Ladies, thank you so much. I could not have done this without you. It's been a whirlwind ride, but I am really excited to get this one out into the public. And once again, if you want the best discount code, head to windswepknits.com and sign up for my email list. Next up, one last thing we need to get out of the way before we get into our regularly scheduled segments. I have the prizes finally for the Be A Helper Craft Along. Thank you all so much for waiting. I really, I really, really appreciate your patience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Meant to get this out last episode and just did not have a time to get my notes in order ahead of time. So here we go. Be a helper prizes. We had a total of um, 10 finished objects. So I know some of them were entered in the same post. So I went ahead and kind of separated them all out into an Excel spreadsheet. So we've got 10 entries. Let's go ahead to random.org and pull up some random numbers. We have number two. That is uh, Danielle Brown. Number 240. Sorry, DM Brown 240, that is Danielle. And she has won a pattern from Jennifer Lassonde from Downseller Studio. Uh, I will uh, go ahead and connect you with Jennifer. She has some great patterns. You'll love them. And if any of you are not listening to the Downseller Studio podcast, you really should. It's a great show. Uh, she has just come back, I think, today. She's flying home from Portugal. So she'll, her next episode will have some fun knitting while traveling, which I'm really looking forward to hear myself. Next up, we have random.org is giving me number 10. That's Knitting Travels. Shelly, yay! You have won one skein of Shibui Reed yarn, and that is something that I've donated to this. And I will send that your way. Um, actually, I don't have your address. Last time you won a prize, uh, I believe I hand gave it to you at Rhinebeck. So, Shelly, if you could please send me your mailing address, I will drop that in the mail for you. And then next up is random.org is giving me number seven. Oh, DM Brown again. Danielle, congratulations. You've also won a skein of Cascade 220. 
with a mystery mini skein. We'll see what that is. I actually don't know. Uh, I've been handed the prizes, but um, this was donated by an anonymous listener. So I will send that to you. I think I have your address. Let me double check. But Danielle, if you're hearing this, um, if you wanted to send me your address again, that would be really helpful. I think I have it from last time, but I'm not positive. Okay, so I think that's all the out of the way stuff I had to get out before we get into our regularly scheduled segments. Thank you very much to everybody who participated in the Be a Helper Cal. It seems like, so we've done this a couple times now. We've done it winter and we've done it summer. And it seems like doing it um, kind of December to February ish, maybe December to March was a good time frame for folks because those of you who like to do charity knitting over the holidays instead of doing gift knitting had an opportunity to participate as well as those after the holidays once the crazy crazy holiday season is over those of you who do that and do your charity knitting during the winter time also had a, a um, an opportunity to participate so i would love to hear your feedback but it seems like winter is better for everyone in general please let me know what you think i would definitely love to run this again next winter anything that gets people out there helping other people i am in for i love that kind of stuff as you've probably seen in my instagram feed it's been all preemie hats all the time, pretty much. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, anything we do to help our fellow mankind, humans, it's it's awesome. You know, the more we can do to help each other, the better life is for all of us. So with that stuff out of the way, with all the, the paperwork, quote unquote, out of the way, on to FOs. So as I actually just mentioned, I've been working on a lot of preemie hats recently, <laughs> as you may have noticed. I have um, four, four preemie hats complete since the last time I talked to you. All of those are using fingering weight held double. That brings me up to um, 12 completed in recent months. I am saving these all up and I am going to uh, be donating them to um, Dana from the Unwind Yarn Company. Uh, she is collecting preemie hats later this fall at Into the Wool. And I'm going to be bringing those down there for a NICU in Tennessee that is in desperate need of hats to keep them running for next year. So I'm really excited about that. I posted on Instagram, I think a couple months ago now, that I had six skeins of wool-free, so all like acrylic and um, acrylic nylon blends of um, sock yarn, which actually makes pretty horrible socks because there's no stretch to it. But once you get up to about 80 stitches or so, even on a size one or two needle, the fabric itself stretches, so it makes a decent hat. It makes actually a pretty good hat, but just not a very good sock for getting over your over your foot. Anything you want negative ease on on a, a small circumference, not so great. But if you hold it double, knit it on big needles, it makes an awesome preemie hat. So I'm working my way through those six skeins. I'm trying to get them all done. I'm aiming for around 50 hats, give or take. I have 12 complete so far, and I'm going to keep plugging away at that. Finished objects. So the other finished object I have, I can't tell you too much about. It is a new shawl pattern sample, and I just sent it off to the tech editor yesterday. I'm really excited about this one. This one I've been dreaming up. It's another pattern I've been had in my head for the past, I think, a year and a half or so now. And uh, I finally figured out the missing piece to get it to work at Vogue Knitting Live this past January. And from there, it just flew off the needles. I'm really excited to share this with you. So keep tuning in for another couple months and and actually probably in another week or two maybe three probably another week or two i'll be putting out a call for test knitters so if you are interested in a lace weight shawl pattern with an, a very easily memorizable pattern i brought this everywhere i like to swimming lessons and karate and stuff like that 
um, you know, keep listening and I'll put out that call soon. Next up, whips. So I've got about a million things on the needle right now. I have a hitchhiker shawl in um, a Serenity gardened yarn that I found. I had three skeins of this stuffed in the back of a bin somewhere. Um, didn't know what to do with it. Uh, I started it last summer, this, this pattern. It's on, um, I'm using some wooden needles, wooden detachable needles. So I'm using this for my my project when I'm going places where I don't know if they'll really want needing needles in. So like when I went to a concert at the end of last summer. So when I started this project, I brought it in. There, you know, people see carbons and kind of freak out, you know, carbon fiber, pointy middle tip. They're not a big fan of those. Those are my normal needles. But a nice pair of, of these um, wooden needles that I've got, which are um, Knitter's Pride something. I'm not sure. I think they're Knitter's Pride. So I'm using those on this. And um, I just picked it up a couple days ago and knit a few rows on that. So it's coming along. I've got a long way to go. I'm on the first skein out of three. So this is just going to keep growing till it's done. I'm just going to make a shawl out of it and keep bringing it to all those places where I don't know if they really want carbon's needles to show up. I am also working a little bit on, uh, I think I talked about them last time, the matchy matchy socks. I am just about to start the first heel and these sort of match socks I knit for one of my um, childhood best friends for Christmas. So I knit hers in um, blue and gray, and mine are going to be gray and blue. So just reverse the heels and the toes. So those are fun to work on. I am working on another new shawl pattern. And this one I'm really excited about because this one is actually inspired by my Grommier's Village. And we are heading up there this summer. Uh, any of you who grew up near the ocean understand fog? I mean, you yes, inland fog happens as well, but... When you're on a peninsula that sticks out into the North Atlantic, you get epic fog. I mean, serious. Like, this town is known for its fog. It's really quite impressive. And I've kind of wanted to play around with that for a while, and I finally found a yarn and figured out a pattern that really reminds me of those cool summer mornings when the fog was just, you know, so thick you could barely see your hand in front of your face. So I'm having a lot of fun with this pattern. I'm also working on two more preemie hats. I have a preemie hat held single. That's going a little bit slow. It's in that sock yarn on size two needles. Uh, it's coming along chug, chug, chug. Uh, but I'll hopefully to have this one done by next time. And then I'm working on another preemie hat held double. And I'm working my way. I'm basically doing a whole slew of sizes with these preemie hats from, you know, the itty bitty tiny ones all the way up to full term babies because full term babies also go to the NICU. I'm trying to get a big variety of sizes. So these two are kind of middling or... The, the held single one is a smaller size, but the um, the held double one is kind of more of a middling size. And I'm just going to keep kind of with the held double ones getting bigger and bigger and bigger and work on a lot of the larger sizes there. As even the larger size preemie hats and um, full term hats really do fly off the needles when you're, you know, if you're using uh, fingering weight yarn held double on a size eight needle that you fly through them. I am also working on a silk lace cowl that I'm designing, and there's a long story behind this. I don't want to get into it today, uh, but I'm nearly done with this, and I might talk about it more next time because this one is, this is something I originally designed for a good friend of our family, and it's got a lot of meaning, um, but we'll talk about that at a later point. On to wearables. So I have been wearing all the shawls. It's finally getting warm here in New England, but it's getting warm. It's not actually warm. I mean, we had we had one day where it hit 70, and that was gorgeous. I think 
I remember correctly, 70 is hovering around 20 or so Celsius, give or take. And that was beautiful after a really, really weird, wet winter. Um, but it's just, I don't know, I, I just can't get warm for some reason. So I'm still wearing all the shawls. And, you know, I'm wearing long sleeve, you know, t-shirts for lack of a better word, you know, long sleeve shirts. And, um, but just shawls over them. So I've been wearing the Rhinebeck shawl that I finished recently. I've been wearing the Murder Mystery Knit Along shawl that I knit last year. I've been wearing my Tan Housebrook shawl a lot because those blues, purples, and greens just go with so many colors I own. And I've been working, I've been wearing my um, Changing Staircases shawl. So we're wearing all the shawls around here. And even one day when it got cold again and the high was around 40, I was also wearing some fingerless uh, gloves mitts. I guess you could say, that I knit, oh lord, years ago. One of the earlier projects I ever did, it was my first project on small needles, and I think my second project in the round, and I knit these, I think, on size ones using a much too big yarn. I would say it's a heavy fingering light sport, maybe? I don't even have a record of what the yarn was, but it was a free pattern I found on Ravelry, and uh, they definitely keep your hands warm, and it's, you know, it's held up. I probably started these like eight years ago or so, but they still work. They're still warm. Out and about. So I wanted to talk about some upcoming fibery events in the New England area. I'm not sure if I can make any of these, but I'm going to try to attend some of them at least. So first coming up in just a couple weeks, Connecticut Sheep and Wool is on April 27th in Vernon, Connecticut. The Sheep Shearing Festival at Gore Place is also on April 27th, and that is in Waltham, Massachusetts. New Hampshire Sheep and Wool is a few weekends after that, May 11th and 12th, that's Mother's Day weekend. And I actually don't have exactly where New Hampshire written down that is, I'm really sorry, but if you Google New Hampshire Sheep and Wool, um, you can get directions to that. I've heard really good stuff about New Hampshire Sheep and Wool, and I've wanted to go for a few years now, but I've never made it, so maybe this year I'll finally head on up there. Wool Days is at Old Sturbridge Village, and that is on May 25th through 27th. Massachusetts Sheep and Woolcraft Fair is May 25th in Cummington, Massachusetts. And then something I am definitely attending in September, I will be attending the Into the Wool Fiber Retreat in Tennessee. And that is run by um, Dana of the Unwind Yarn Company and Tiffany, she was also known as the Project Bag, on social media, Ravelry, that sort of thing. And I am really excited to finally meet these ladies in person. I've known them online for years and interacted with them. And, you know, I, and I actually was a sponsor for Into the Wall last year. But this year, I finally get to go. I am so happy. I've got my plane tickets booked. I'm all paid up. I've already figured out how to fit my spinning wheel into my suitcase. So this is going to be really excited. I can't wait. It's going to be um, a Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday to Sunday in September. And it's just going to be... A whole group of people who love to knit, crochet, weave, spin, you know, just fiber art friends, essentially. And I really can't wait to meet all you ladies there. I think it's almost all women this year. So I say ladies in general, but there could be some men as well. But I'm just, I'm just really excited. So I can't wait. You probably hear it in my voice. I really can't wait to go. On the run. So I have not been doing a lot of running recently. I have been having some back pain. I did something to my back swimming a couple weeks ago. I swam over half mile for the first time and everything hurt for the next couple days, to be honest. Um, but something in my back just keeps hurting. And i been trying, you know, I'll, you know, I've run a marathon. I know how to deal with muscle injuries. I've been trying rolling it. I've been icing and heating pad and something about where it is. It's just in one of those spots where you 
always use it no matter what you do. You're carrying your groceries, you're carrying your preschooler, you're getting dragged down the street by your preschooler. You know, ev everything affects this one spot in my back, it feels like. So I finally went to the doctor. You know, I'm still functioning, but if it gets much worse, it's going to be to the point where I'm going to have a lot of trouble functioning. And it was affecting my sleep a little bit. So I am going to go to PT for the next couple weeks and hopefully just, you know, kind of nip it in the bud before it gets any worse because exercise is really important to me and I want to be able to have a strong core, get back in the pool, get back pounding the pavement. Right now, I can't really do either of those. I've been doing a lot of walking. It's finally warm enough to um, pick up my son at preschool with the stroller and walk home. We're about a little over three quarters of a mile away. So it's like, you know, like 1.8-ish miles round trip to go pick him up and then bring him home again. And he loves riding home on the stroller. So I've been doing that a couple times a week. I find that the walking actually, well, I don't want to say it doesn't hurt my back because it's not exactly comfortable walking him for 1.8 miles, but I feel like the, like the next day it actually feels better having done that. don't know if that makes any sense, but I found that in the past with back pain, that walking actually really does help um, over, over time, you know, it doesn't help doesn't feel great immediately, doesn't hurt actively, like you're not feeling like you're re-injuring it, but it's not particularly comfortable at the time, but you feel better later. So I will see what I find out. I'm off to PT starting next week, and if I learn anything interesting, I will be happy to tell you folks all about it here because I love doing these um, fitness segments and letting you folks know some cool stuff. So that is the end of our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully the sound quality is much better than it has been recently. I am going to tinker around and uh, see where microphone placement in my house is going to work best. I don't think I'm going to be recording in this nook again, but it was a good place just to test everything and set it up. So we'll see where we go from here, but hopefully at least the general sound quality was better. Thank you for putting up with all these changes and the delayed recording schedule. As I said last time, I'm hoping to record next week, but as also as occurred last time, I can't promise anything. So fingers crossed, and I will see you soon. Keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye.